Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me here is Susan Esparza. We're going to be joined a little bit later in the show by Robert Esparza. Uh, Both are from Bruce Clay. And uh, obviously, you can reach all of us uh, pretty easily uh, right through SEMSynergy.com or uh, SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. You can catch our show every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern or noon uh, Pacific time. And uh, Webmaster Radio, of course, is the uh, wonderful hosting environment for all of our shows. Later, we'll be speaking with Jim Stern. I want to make sure everybody sticks around for that. It's really about analytics and uh, marketing and tying things together in a very synergistic way. It was a fantastic interview. I think you'd like to stick around for that. Uh, You do know he's the publisher, producer, producer. head orchestra leader for the eMetrics Summit. It's coming to San Francisco in May. We'll be talking about that and other things. Right now I want to talk a little bit about this week's big event. It's AdTech at San Francisco, and we are doing uh, really pretty well. Uh, AdTech wrapped up uh, last last, uh, Thursday. Yeah, that was last week. And uh, it was actually a a very good show, I think. It was... um, Lots of people, 12, 14,000, something like that, went flowing through the uh, exhibit hall. It was uh, quite the event. Yeah, it really was. Um, at the opening keynote, Drew um, Iani, who is the, the show orchestrator, um, mentioned that they had a record number of pre-reg. They had 14,000 pre-registrations. So, I mean, huge, huge show, and it was just absolutely packed to the gills. Um, and yeah, I live blogged. I was scheduled to live blog 19 sessions. I ended up live blogging 16 sessions, and every single one of them was just absolutely great. Um, I'm not really sure what was the exposition hall like for you guys because I was over at the conferences. Yeah, you 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 only visited us to charge your battery uh, for your notebook. It was uh, the first day was actually okay. It was a little bit slower than normal. We've been exhibiting there for the last three years. 10 by 20 booth, and this year, um, compared to the other years, it started out a little bit slow. On the second day, though, it was really great. Uh, Perhaps people were going around the floor show uh, area to see what they could see and then came back the second day, but it was a really good exhibit uh, opportunity, I think, for SEO. Uh, That worked out real well. I do know, being right across from the uh, bar I mean, the uh, food area really didn't hurt us at all. (laughs) There were plenty of people who had an opportunity to see our booth. It was a good show, though. I think uh, the takeaways were were pretty much uh, exactly what we would want it to be, and uh, a lot of people. Yeah, I think, well, I think AdTech just in general is a really great example of the kind of synergy that we're talking about with this show. And I have to say, I mean, the major thing that I heard every single time I went into a session was talking about engagement and really, you know, going out there and being where your customers are. And 
I mean, it was emphasized over and over and over again. I think that's a real shift in the way you have to start thinking about things. And I think it really involves, you know, a lot of synergy, you know, like I said, the way we talk about it here, that, that kind of blending of all of these disciplines. Well, even within web pages, and, and I guess the first place where you really see the synergism of, of media types is in Google Universal or in blended search because they're blending at an engagement level video. And believe me, video in the middle of a web page is getting engagement. People <laughs> are going to click on it. Um, and you can't help it. But images and all of that stuff is causing engagement on the Google level. I think what we're actually, the message of this is actually, we should be doing the same things to our website. Absolutely. And uh, I think that a lot of the theme was around that, trying to get people to consider their audience, to consider their visitor, and to figure out how to engage that visitor much, much more on the website. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that, well, I think Google's a great example in a lot of ways. They also have their Google Gadgets where, you know, you can pull it, you can put it on your own iGoogle page, and they allow people to spread, you know, a particular piece of information in a way that, you know, people can take with them. And you can do a lot of really great advertising by offering something of value to your consumers. When I think of synergism, I'm thinking about how different kinds of media play, not just SEO. Because SEO is a big part of it. And within that area and within search marketing, you have all sorts of things. But there was a session on mobile, which was really sort of an eye-opener. In the local search, in the mobile search, they indicated that about 5% of the phones, people are actually buying data portions. They're actually taking data on their phone. Whereas 98% of the people are taking text messages. When you think SEO, you don't think text message, but you can reach, according to the session I was in, that you could reach for a whole year your entire audience for the same amount of money as a 30-second commercial on one of the you know top primetime TV shows. I think text messaging is a great example of being where your audience is. You know, it, if people are carrying these around and. I went to a local and mobile search session as well, and one of the things they said there is that mobile is very personal to people. They would, you know, much rather, like, it, it's, a, it's a specific thing for them. They're less tolerant of spam, but they're more embracing of messages that are relevant. So it's a great way to, you know, go out there and be where your customers are and go to them and address their concerns. It's, it's one of those things that... I think we forget a lot. We expect people to come to us because that's the way it's been for so long. The customers want something, they come to you, they ask for it. They're not asking for it directly anymore. They're talking to their friends and family, and so you have to go to them and say, hey, I'm from whatever company, I'd like to help. I can help you with that problem. Well, and between engagement, where you actually are where they can engage you, and sometimes that is on the web, but sometimes that's wherever they are. And... That involvement, if you can get them, if you can have them opt in, if you can get them excited about what you're doing, even if what your goal is is to draw them to the web, that's really what the objective is. Unfortunately, it's time to take a break. Stay tuned. Uh, next, I'm going to be talking to Jim Stern. We want to make sure that uh, everybody is involved at uh, at your end. Get a, get a bunch of people around the phone, make sure that it's uh, pretty clear. 
What we want to do is take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by, whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. Look smart. Premium and performance advertising solutions. Um, hello? Uh, Welcome to our website? Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Lisa Stone. Give us a a, a really thoughtful high view of the future of journalism and blogosphere and why these great journalism schools aren't paying a lot more attention. The bottom line is that if we as as traditional journalists had been engaging the user and providing them with the ways in which to engage themselves with news and information from the beginning, the Internet would simply be complementing the approach we had taken. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the webmasterradio.fm homepage. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back. This is Bruce Clay on SEM Synergy. Thanks for joining us. We're talking to Jim Stern today. Hi, Jim. Hi. How are you, Bruce? I'm good. Uh, We've been meeting at a bunch of conferences. Thought I would uh, pull you in and... uh, give you a chance to answer a bunch of questions for our team. For those that don't know Jim, uh, he's really a web analytics uh, internet marketing expert. He's written many books, uh, including Worldwide Web Marketing, uh, Customer Service on the Internet, What Makes People Click. Web Metrics is a good book, uh, Advanced Email Marketing. So he's across the board. He is the president of the Web Analytics Association, 
which is a very, very good organization to join, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that in. His company is Target Marketing. It's run out of Santa Barbara, right down the road from us, a good place to visit. Um, have lunch on the beach, I think. Uh, he's also the producer of the eMetrics Marketing Optimization Summit. That's uh, so in San Francisco, May 4th through 7th. Uh, we're going to be there live blogging, so you're going to want to pay attention to that. Uh, metrics is one of the more important things out there. I've, I'm absolutely uh, constantly talking about analytics and uh, what is important and what is not important. Thought I'd give you a chance, Jim, to sort of explain what web analytics is, sort of for everybody here. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very pleased to participate here. Um, the, the big broad overview uh, is that there are specifically two kinds of things to measure. One is what's going on on the Internet. How many people are there? What websites are they going to? What are the most popular search terms? All that good stuff. The second part is what are they doing specifically on your website? So I, I describe web metrics as being measuring the Internet itself and web analytics measuring what's happening on your website. That we can divide up into three different big areas. Number one is behavior. What are people doing? Click-throughs, page views, that sort of thing. Number two is, is opinion and, and attitude, uh, customer satisfaction. So for that, we need to do surveys. We need to actually talk to people. And then number three is business outcomes. Did they subscribe to your newsletter uh, register for the contest, download the white paper, buy the product, whatever it might be. So, so at a synergistic level, Jim, I think you're saying that analytics is measuring the success of just about every program you're running? Uh, the, it's, it's measuring how good you are at using the Internet to communicate with your prospects and customers, yeah. Well, I think that's what we're after. Uh, as you know, I've been talking about how uh, the fact that you might be well-ranked for a keyword is in the eye of the beholder as personalization and other things kick in. I think that traffic and action are the most important from an SEO point of view. The rest of these, I think, are pretty important from a business point of view. And is that the focus of analytics? Uh, exactly. That what the becoming? whole point here is, is, are we getting a return on our online investment? And it's, it's not just... A, uh, the, the advertising money that we're spending, the pay-per-click money that we're spending. It's also the, uh, the search engine optimization work we're doing on our own website. It's the design, the information architecture, the type of content we've got. We're, we're spending a lot of money on this stuff now. It's not just, hey, let's throw up some HTML. It's, it's a serious process. Let's make sure we're measuring whether or not it's giving us the results that we're hoping for. Well, I think that fundamentally... Uh, it is quite synergistic, especially at an analytics level. Uh, and, of course, SEM Synergy is the topic of our show. You really are measuring everything. What's the least you should be measuring? Well, the very basics are, are, are you getting traffic? Well, actually, let's get even more basic than that. Is it working? So is your website up and running is a, is a real basic. This is called performance monitoring. Is it running? Is it fast enough? Um, and is it, is it able to keep up with the demand out there? Now, is, now that it's working and we know that it's sending out pages, are people showing up? So are the promotional efforts that you're putting out there, are they paying off? Are people actually coming to your website? Then I want to measure their behavior on the website to determine uh, if, 
if they're consuming the content I've created, if they can find their way around, is my navigation good? Is my, is my content worthy of their attention and engagement? Um, and finally, down out to the end of, of business outcomes. So click-throughs, page views, um, attitudes, right, customer satisfaction, and revenues. Did they buy something? Or, or you know, did they, did they call you on the contact us page or fill out the form? So did they take an action that was really beneficial to the company? Exactly. Where's all the measurement going? Is there going to be a, a breakthrough that we don't even know about yet, or is it uh, just going to become better education on, on the things that people should be doing right now? Well, there's, there are two answers to that. Uh, the, the education, so the technology is really good. Um, we can measure more things than we know what to do with. The tough part is figuring out what to do with all the data. It's, it's actual analysis. There's no such thing as, oh, look at this report. It tells me everything I need to know. Instead, I get a lot of information that I have to sift through and decide what does it mean that people who came from this keyword act differently than people who came from that keyword. It's not just enough that, that we got the traffic. We need to know, uh, was, it, was it valuable traffic? And how do we determine value? How do we determine whether a, a website visit was a good thing or was a, had a negative impact on the brand, etc.? And then... So uh, uh, it Sorry? seems to me that we are really growing quite a bit in the ability to determine how the business is impacted. That's, that's it entirely. We started out by being excited that people were coming to the website at all. Hey, look at how many people. Then we focused on, all right, how do we optimize what's happening on the website? How do we increase conversion? How do we increase people putting more things in the shopping cart? And now we're looking at, gee, what we're learning on the web, we can apply to the rest of our business. We know that people like the blue ones better than the red ones. Let's manufacture more blue ones. And so it's really a, a window into the hearts and minds of the marketplace for us. Well, with everything that's going on in metrics right now and in really the analytics space, uh, clearly I think one of the things that we might want to spend a little time talking about is the kind of a program you pulled together for e-metrics. What are what are you covering? I'm I'm trying to cover the waterfront. It's uh, it's a challenge. That when I started uh, the Emetrics Summit in 2002, it, the the subtitle was the Web Analytics Conference. Well, now it's expanded out because I believe it very firmly that this website is giving you visibility into what the marketplace wants. The the conference is now the Emetrics Marketing Optimization Summit. How do we use this information to optimize all of our marketing? And so we've got, you know, we're, we're talking about search analytics, of course, but also email analytics and also integrated analytics of, of integrated marketing. How do you measure your offline stuff and compare that and integrate it with your online stuff so you can, you can budget your, you can allocate your budget appropriately? We're talking about usability. We've got a whole workshop from uh, the folks at Jacob Nielsen about use, how to do usability studies. We've got a workshop on predictive analytics. We've got um, a couple of classes beforehand on uh, the introduction to web analytics and campaign measurement and website optimization that the Web Analytics Association is putting on. So it's a, it's a pretty broad spectrum. If you're interested in online, this is how you measure online. But if you're interested in 
how online measurement can inform the rest of what you're measuring, oh, well, then it's, it's time to come here for that as well. What do you think is the uh, uh, real takeaway from analytics for the average person? Because at the very least, we've talked about the least you should measure, uh, and, and it's clear that analytics plays a much more, uh, I guess, broad role in determining how the business should behave and or is performing or can be performing online. And obviously, eMetrics is talking about offline and online and how they play together and how the business becomes synergistically stronger. Uh, clearly, that's uh, one of our favorite themes. It's, but, a, it's a great word. It's so true because... Because what I learn by just watching what people are searching for, and I've got that, that wonderful double level of what keywords bring them to my website. And that tells me a lot about what people are interested in. And then I can use on-site search to see, okay, well, they came, but they're still looking for something a little more specific. How do we drill down into that? That information alone is, is such valuable market research that we can't get anywhere else. We know what people are actually searching for is, is wildly informative to help us write advertising copy, create brochures, improve our website, figure out what, what statement to put on the top of the display in our trade show booth. Um, it's, it's, synergy is really the right word for it. That's great. I think that uh, fundamentally what we want to do, remember part of the role of all of marketing is to get in the face of the people that are going to become our clients. We have to go where they are. And uh, if we don't know where they're coming from, we certainly don't know where they are. So I, I think analytics is going to have a lot to do with it. Uh, if we can understand what they're looking for, what they're clicking on, and, and, and what they're really taking action on, I think it can change everything. And the thing it's that time Google Analytics taught us was, you know, they're giving it away for free. They're giving Google Analytics away for free because what very minimum is measure the success of each dollar you spend on search so you can you'd spend it more wisely. That's great. Jim, it's time for a break. Uh, thanks again for being a guest on SEM Synergy and taking the time to talk about uh, Internet marketing and analytics and e-metrics and all the things that I think so easily are exciting and uh, certainly you love. I want to make sure everybody remembers to check out the eMetrics Marketing Optimization Summit. It's in San Francisco, May 4 through 7. Uh, eMetrics.org, they've got all the information there. I think you ought to be that. And remember, we're live blogging this, so it's going to be great. Stick around for my take on some of the latest analytics news here on SEM Synergy. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. 
SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Life Tips. Tim Ash, the author of the fabulous new book, Landing Page Optimization. One huge component of online marketing is, of course, driving traffic to your website or landing page. There are hundreds of experts in the area and thousands of people that do it hands-on every day, and there's not a lot of efficiency to be squeezed out of that. Landing page testing, and the reason that I wrote this book, where it gets a little harder, but also there's huge financial gains to be captured. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Bruce Clay. We just spoke with Jim Stern, the founder and president of the Web Analytics Association. He had a lot of uh, interesting things to say. Thought it'd be appropriate to discuss some recent developments uh, that occurred in Web Analytics. One of the important ones is the benchmarking feature. That's something that's uh, reasonably stirred people up. Uh, yeah, huge uh, privacy implications with that one. I, I think... I don't know that anybody's going to really believe the it's all anonymous. Nobody's going to ever see it. You know, every time Google does something with privacy, it's a huge deal. So, yeah, there's been some emails going out. Uh, I've had clients call us and say, "Should I say yes or should I say no?" Um, from my side of the fence, um, I think that there's actually some benefit to this tool. Um, it allows you to kind of see where your site is uh, or how your site is doing um, in your vertical, and it allows you to look at some other close-lined verticals that you may be able to do some cross-selling to. Well, I'll play devil's advocate. Google wants my data, and uh, I didn't get a chance to opt in. I opted in automatically. Right. Uh, that scared a number of people, and... Uh, I don't know. I think there's a, a fair number of people out there that would rather actually even pay money and get a third-party analytics product sure. than to go with a Google. But I do agree. If you opt in, mm-hmm. you are going to get statistics that will give you information relative to your competition. And you're, you're right. For, for larger companies, this is probably not an issue, uh, issue or an option. Um, 
that they really want to even go for, but I think for smaller companies or even some mid-sized companies, the information that can be gathered from this tool is significant. Yeah, well, the bottom line is to figure out how to better manage your SEM spend and know what is going on, and, and comparing your own goods to your competitors' goods I think is a good idea. Yeah, I think, you know, there's definitely arguments for and against, but, you know, it, on the privacy side, it's, it's a free product, and there is no such thing as a free lunch. You're paying in giving Google your data, and, you know, if you don't want Google to have your data, don't give them your data, you know, use something else. Yeah. So. And, and really, the, the way that they've implemented it, you do have to actually opt in to give your benchmarking data over to them anyway. So you have to choose to even um, participate. Well, let's make sure that's the way it really works. So uh, I know there were a, a fair number of people who got the email that said, go here, thank you. And yep. it's sort of certainly an implied opt-in. On day one, it wasn't an opt-in option. It was pretty much there, and you had to go and opt out. So obviously they heard an uproar and, and did react to it. Yeah. Well, we should start seeing some results now. I mean, they said it would take a couple of weeks to, you know, propagate through the system, and uh, that's what we're coming up to. So we should start seeing how people are are uh, getting this information and what it looks like. I know what most people want to do. They want to not opt in with their data, but they want to see everybody else's. Exactly. And uh, I, somehow that doesn't really meet the way the Internet works. Well, that's the way I want to do it. Sure. <laughs> I'd rather sit back and watch everybody else make the mistakes and then, you know, kind of soar through on my own. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons people use a lot of, uh, like, Comscore data or other kinds of services that sit there and sniff the web See if you can get information about what's going on with your competition without having to give out your own. So we'll see if that's really the way it works. Uh, on another front, recently uh, Yahoo bought Index Tools. Yeah, they did. That's uh, I think going to be. A re- I think it was a really good buy for them. Really, really good buy. Um, they've got Index Tools is a pretty great product, I think. And um, I know Eric Peterson, who wrote uh, Web Analytics Demystified. You know, he thinks. You know, he said on his blog, he thinks Index Tools offers 80% of uh, Omniture's function with 20% of the cost, which, you know, I haven't used it, but I've heard good things about the tool, so. Well, it comes up to, the Enterprise Edition comes up to 250 a month or so. Uh, Omniture's five grand a month, that's about 20%, you know, it's, it's a big factor. It's a significant differential. Uh, we, as you know, our agency for Omniture, you know, we we think that there are a lot of things that Omniture gives. If you look at the install base, it's significant. But uh, quite frankly, at the end of the day, what we care about is the data. Primary reason we have Omniture as a as a relationship is that we need the data, and there are people who aren't interested in Google. I know that one of the things that Index Tools was working on before they got purchased was a, a way to include uh, demographic data um, into the, the reporting, and I think that can be significant, especially with the amount of demographic, informa- demographic information that Yahoo has access to, and, and being able to feed that information into the tool could be a significant value, especially for people that need localization. Yeah, that, uh, yeah and you're going to have a lot of people that are going to get data that, uh, they otherwise wouldn't get, 
I know if you run two or three analytics products, you get two or three sets of data. They don't even match. They, they interpret things differently. Uh, one of the things I might recommend to the people who are listening, uh, on the Bruce Clay site, we have a web analytics section right off the top navigation. I'd like to recommend that maybe what you can do is read it. It really does have uh, a bunch of information about analytics. I think you probably would like it. Oh, I definitely think so. And um, also, I want to throw out there that the current SEO toolset newsletter, um, which if you're not subscribed to, you totally should be, um, we have an article by Eric Lander from Search Engine Journal, and um, he wrote a, a really great article about improving search marketing efforts with analytics. And it breaks down a nice five-step process that I think will really work well for a lot of people. Also coming up, Lisa's going to be doing... Um, some interviews with a couple of web analytics experts. ClickTrack's John Marshall and SiteLogic's Matt Bailey are both going to be doing interviews with us on the blog. So That should be good. Exciting times. Yeah, that should be real good. Well, that's the show for this week. This is Robert Esparza asking to come back next week when we talk to Ryan Freeman of Strider, Inc. Ryan was the winner of our SEO charity contest last February and won a ticket to SES New York along with a week of basic and advanced SEO training here at our facilities in Simi Valley. His company specializes in SEO for small businesses and nonprofit groups. Please check out SEMSynergy.com for more on next week's show and this week's guests and topics too. I'm Robert Esparza. I'm Sue Esparza. And I'm Bruce Clay. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Synergy.